From the Financial Times in New York, I'm Sujit Indap, and this is FT News. One of the most prominent types of transactions in the M&A boom in recent years have been so-called inversions. To discuss this trend with me are James Fontanilla-Khan in New York, the U.S. M&A correspondent for the FT, and from Washington, D.C., Barney Jobson, U.S. policy correspondent. Hi, guys. Hi, CJ. Hi there. So, James, you're on the M&A beat. You're seeing these transactions all the time. For our readers who aren't following this as closely, what's the simplest way to describe what a quote-unquote inversion is? So, in simple terms, it's when a U.S., large U.S. company acquires a smaller non-U.S. company in a country which has a lower tax rate than you want, the one you have in the U.S. The most prominent have been companies based in countries such as Ireland, the Netherlands, the U.K., and so that allows the U.S. company to shift its tax base to this uh, new country where it will pay right. uh, less tax. So yeah. in the U.S., the, the corporate tax rate is 35%. It's going to Ireland or the U.K. or Netherlands where it's 20, Below 20 15, something yeah. like that. And so what are some of the, the high-profile deals we've seen uh, where an inversion has been uh, executed? Well, I think the, the largest to date is, uh, is Pfizer's acquisition of Allergan, which uh, helped the, 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 kind of the famous Brooklyn-based uh, well, it's a New York-based which pharmaceutical company that was started in Brooklyn moved to Ireland, uh, which will allow it, again, to lower its tax right. base quite significantly. And it had been chasing Astra- AstraZeneca, which is a UK-based company before that. So it was one that was pretty desperate to, to go abroad. Indeed. Ian Reid, its his, its chief executive, had said quite openly that you know they wanted to lower their tax rate with an inversion. They were looking for the ideal target, and they tried with AstraZeneca a year earlier, and that didn't work out because it was blocked, right. and then they went with, with Allergan. And so pharma has been a really popular sector for inversions because the way pharma companies work, they can move their royalties, shift them abroad, so it's easier to shelter income once you have that foreign tax address. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and we saw one this week in the industrial sector, which was a little bit surprising. Indeed. I mean, the, the deal you're talking about is Johnson Controls, uh, which is, is based in the kind of works in the auto parts uh, kind right. of components and, and house building control systems acquired the uh, Tyco or, or actually to be more a bit more specific it was a bit of a reverse takeover where Tyco International which is a rival based in Ireland de facto acquired the Johnson Control so it's it's one of these particular deals where right. And you see a weird press release where it's all ambiguous on who's buying whom. It's very hard to figure out exactly. what's well, going on. Exactly. Well, Johnson Controls technically is the much bigger company, which acquired, it was about $23 billion right. market cap, whereas Tyco was about 12.5 or close to 13. It happens that Tyco is actually paying Johnson Controls shareholders nearly $4 billion to allow them to have a right, majority yeah. stake in Tyco. And so, Barney, this has become uh, an important political issue. One, there's a campaign going on, but there's always this broader discussion about corporate taxes and patriotism amongst American companies. What, uh, at this moment, are you seeing right now amongst the, the candidates running for president? How are these corporate deals being viewed on the, the campaign trail? Well, this issue really resonated in Washington for a while now, because effectively what you're seeing is the hollowing out of the U.S. tax base, companies that most politicians think should be paying taxes in the US, as James has explained, are going overseas to stop paying those taxes. So that's very unfair in the eyes of politicians in most parties. And what we're seeing on the campaign trail is is the Democrats in particular are seizing on this. It's a good issue for the Democrats, for Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders, because they can portray it as another example of the corporate elite basically kind of cutting 
cushy deals for themselves, which the little man suffers from because the little man has no choice but to pay his income tax. He can't offshore himself to Ireland. Uh, but corporate America can play these games and reduce their tax bill. So that's the way the Democrats are putting it. The Republicans are also uh, not in favour of inversions. It's slightly more difficult for them. They're generally closer to corporate America, although Donald Trump and Ted Cruz are certainly rather different. But the way Republicans come at it is to argue that the problem here is not the companies themselves. They're not the wrongdoers. The problem is the US's Byzantine convoluted tax system, which needs to be reformed. So they're very much focusing on what can we do to fix the tax system to stop companies being scared away from the US, basically. So the US has this territorial system where a US-based company has to pay the US rate on income around the world, uh, versus most countries have a, a local system where taxes are paid on the on the rate in that particular country where they earn the income. Is there any sense of a real, uh, apart from just campaign rhetoric, is there a real sense that tax reform, broad corporate tax reform could happen anytime soon, perhaps with a new administration? What's a, beyond the politics, what's the sense on policy changes? So regardless of what presidential candidates say, any tax reform obviously has to run through Congress. So that's where we find the answer to your question. And, and this year, nothing's going to happen. You know, the presidential election's taken over. There's not going to be a lot of big legislating on any fronts. Once a new president elected, yes, there is a decent chance that the US will see perhaps the first comprehensive tax reform in, in 30 years. Uh, and that would probably include measures to deal with inversions. And as you referred to, one of the big issues is, is switching the tax system so that US companies are not taxed on their global income, but only taxed on their US income. And there is some overlap some common ground between the parties on that. Republicans certainly like the idea. They say American companies should only be taxed on their US income. Democrats are a little bit more wary. Some are more in favor of the status quo than others. But you can certainly imagine a deal being, uh, being struck there to modify the system somehow to reduce that overseas tax burden. However, the problem with comprehensive tax reform is there are so many moving parts, so many sub-debates on which multiple interest groups have very passionate and divided views that it's very difficult to see how uh, a kind of comprehensive deal that keeps everyone happy can be forged. That's not to say it's impossible, but it's going to be an uphill task. And if it happens, certainly won't be till the end of 2017 or early 2018. So James, that gives us a year or two of a potential boom still in inversion. So what, as the m and correspondent, are you hearing that there's going to be even more of these deals to sneak under this uh, this reform that's coming perhaps two years from now? Absolutely. One thing I think we, sh we should highlight is that in November 2014, the U.S. government, the U.S. Treasury, introduced some small changes in the ways that these tax inversions could happen. And initially, there was a total, like, everybody stopped doing them. Right. And lawyers went back to the to the drawing boards and like figured out ways to kind of make them happen again. And then there was a new wave. And then right. when the Pfizer deal kind of there was news about the Pfizer deal, which was a hundred and sixty billion dollar acquisition, so a, a massive deal. News about that came out. The government came out with some further kind of restrictions. And I I've been speaking to lawyers and bankers, and they told me, yeah, like those changes are basically a joke. And Actually, what everybody's concerned is what comes next, as, mm -hmm. as Barney has explained later. So everybody's trying to push through as many tax inversions as they can before Congress and a new administration sets up kind of some new guidelines. So there's a, there's a sense this time around that, you know, they, the government can't do anything and they're just going to keep on doing them. 
So we haven't necessarily heard the last word from the administration on this. They concede that their measures themselves cannot stop this uh, roller coaster, as it were. But they may try one more one more time. And as much as it's about the technicalities, I think it also has a PR effect that, as James alluded to, when the administration moves, it scares companies, at least for a short time, but they may then just come back to what they were doing before anyway. So it could be another banner year for inversions for, for 2016. Thank you, James. Thank you, Barney. Thank you, Sajit. Thank you. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.